now doing News Plus Sports. There's no orange man bad or good uniparty mantra here. Red Pill Plus. Red Pill Plus. Sports Plus News. Done right. All right, welcome to Red Pill Plus on this Tuesday night. Thankful that you have joined us and uh, hope everything's going well for you uh, to this evening on this uh, actually early Wednesday morning, 1228 uh, a.m. is when I'm doing this. Uh, got a special show we're going to be doing tomorrow. Uh, we're going to be interviewing Chris Skates. Uh, Chris was former speechwriter for Governor Bevan of Kentucky and then was in the Trump administration, uh, has a new book out called uh, Moonshine Over Georgia. and uh, But he also is talking about why we need toxic masculinity. Uh, and then we're going to talk about the speaker's uh, race as well. And uh, you've probably seen by now that uh, looks like the junior congressman from Louisiana is uh, the speaker designate and uh, Mike Johnson and I uh, I really I, I, I like Mike Johnson his uh, his record is not uh, completely and totally pure as the driven snow uh, Hearns was better I think Jordan's may have been better I think him and Jordan were he's probably the most conservative um, other than most conservative that could get elected, not the most conservative, the most conservative that could get the votes. Uh, I really like Byron Donnell. I really wanted Byron Donnell, uh, even over Jim Jordan. Uh, and uh, so, but anyway, it looks like it's going to be Mike Johnson uh, uh, if the House stays together. Uh, but you know how the Republicans can snatch defeat right out of the jaws of victory. So, We'll uh, we'll see how that goes. I want to just do kind of a review uh, tonight of uh, a huge sports night, uh, and then I wanted to talk about the speakers uh, race for a little bit. Look, a lot of this chaos going on in the speakers race, and this is something we're going to talk about with Chris uh, Skates uh, tomorrow, and uh, we'll do that interview at 10 a.m. Uh, Central, 11 a.m. Eastern. Uh, and we'll post it later on. So anyway, um, just just so you know that uh, we'll, we won't be doing that live, but we will uh, have it posted for you. Uh, got some pretty good college games coming up. Uh, I, I find it fascinating about the NFL. You're seeing something in college football, in the NFL, and actually in baseball, where you've got now the World Series is set with the Arizona Diamondbacks who beat the Phillies tonight in Game 7, and then you have the Texas Rangers who beat the Houston Astros, and I'm a Texas Rangers fan uh, because I lived in the Dallas-Fort Worth area for 16 years, so uh, became a huge Rangers fan. Uh, my boys and I used to go a lot to uh, watch the Rangers uh, play, and, and so I really began to follow them and, and uh, pull for them way back in the in the day. Um, 
but something you're seeing is this tremendous uh, amount of parity. Uh, I think in college football, it's strange because in college football, it really hasn't produced a great product. In the NBA, it actually has. The NBA is probably more watchable than it has been in quite a while. The NFL is probably more watchable. You have like 49ers lost uh, their second game in a row, and they looked unbeatable you know, what, three weeks ago, four weeks ago against the Cowboys, and then they dropped two in a row. I still think Brock Purdy's a, a great quarterback. I think he's going to be, have a, a you know, a long, uh, 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 what am I trying to say here, a long uh, career. Thank you. Uh, and uh, is, is going to have a good career. Uh, the NBA kicked off tonight. I'm, I'm just not interested in baseball or basketball this early any any sport that has multiple multiple games you know hundreds of games or 80 games i'm not interested till we get down to uh, toward the very end that's why the nba is starting with these mid-season tournaments to try to drum up interest because i have a feeling there's a lot of people like me and perhaps even like you that uh don't follow all 82 games or in baseball all 162 or 165 games. Uh, I get really interested in baseball during probably the second, third uh, round of the playoffs. Then I'm I'm locked in from probably the uh, the division champs to or conference champ games. Uh, once I guess once I get past wild card, uh, I'm I'm uh, I'm locked in division. Uh, championships uh, on, uh, and then our, our I guess it'd be conference championships uh, on, but uh, World Series uh, I'm all in, and so, um, but but in college football, strangely enough, it, it's really I don't know if it's NIL, I don't know if it's the trans, uh, uh, transfer portal, but uh, the parity in college football has really made college football less watchable i still enjoy it i still love college football it's, it's just not as it was you know something too that i think we uh, a, a strange phenomenon i was talking to a friend of mine uh, tonight about this i think uh, we 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 have this love-hate relationship with dynasties and uh, we can have a dynasty if it's one, if it's a couple of years, I think you know, two or three years. I think at three years, you can start calling a team a dynasty if they win three, say, titles in a row. Uh, but then you go back to like the uh, Chicago Bulls, who won what six out of eight years, uh, and then uh, that's too much. And so I think even dynasties have a shelf life. And so I think when there's too much parity. People get bored. I think when there's too much of a dynasty, people get bored. So it's something kind of in between. Uh, so we'll talk a little bit more about sports. I want to uh, tonight. We're going to kind of keep it light. We'll, we'll do mostly sports uh, and and talk about the the speaker designate Mike Johnson from Louisiana. Uh, and Mike Johnson's. I think he's very conservative, uh, but you know. He's not his own, you know, and he's he's not gonna he, he's not gonna do the things that you and I want. I was talking to another buddy today, and I said, "Look, you know, think about there's what 435 House members. There's seven to ten max real America First conservatives. So when you look at the entire House of Representatives, 
less than 2% of the House of Representatives are America first conservatives. That's the bottom line. And so Mike Johnson's not going to change that. Uh, the only person that can fundamentally change that and did is Donald Trump. Uh, and that's why I'm certainly hoping that he is reelected in 2024. Uh, another question for you, and again, I'm rambling tonight, but that's kind of the design of the show for tonight, is I want you to think about something with me. Is, uh, you know, typically if, if something means, uh, has meaning to someone, it costs them something, right? Think about another. Uh, now, I'm not talking about citizens like these young men and women that have been sent over to fight in wars and gave their life on foreign soil or, or even here, you know, in the armed services or policemen or firemen uh, or other, you know, other uh, professionals and, and uh, uh, service providers, um, first responders, what I'm looking for, term. Uh Certainly, we've had you know brave men and women that have given their lives uh, on our behalf. But I'm, I'm talking about politicians. Think about another politician in your lifetime. I'm 62. Think about another politician in your lifetime that it cost them to be in office. Now, I'm sure there's some people that got on drugs. There's people that had affairs and ruined their lives. That's not, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about people who did their job, represented their district, or represented the people that voted for them, and it cost them wealth, it cost them um, legal trouble, not because of them doing stuff wrong, but because they did the right thing. You would have to go back probably to Reconstruction and uh, those black uh, Republicans who ran for office and were attacked by the Ku Klux Klan, better known as the Democrats, you'd have to go back to Reconstruction to find those. You'd have to go back to Abraham Lincoln, who took a bullet uh, for liberty. You would have to go back to the founders. Uh, the, 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 there is not a long list uh, of people who uh, has not only not... Uh, I think Harry Truman may be uh, one that maybe didn't cost him but did not uh, leave office wealthy and uh, parlay it into something wealthy. He's one of the few people, Calvin Coolidge, another one. I would say Calvin Coolidge, uh, not even Ronald Reagan. I wouldn't put Ronald Reagan in that, in that mix. Um, uh, and and so, so my point being, the reason I think Donald Trump, given all of his uh, bumps and bruises, all his moles and warts, the, the thing that makes Donald Trump uh, the person that is the only person that I'll vote for for president is because it cost him something. And man, is it costing him uh, to have been president and to run for president. Not only is he being attacked during this time while he's out of office where he should be in office because that election was stolen, uh, but uh, also, while he was in there, he was constant while he was there. This man must have a resolve and must have a toughness that is almost other otherworldly. It's inconceivable, the mental fortitude and the the resolve that this man has. It is, it is otherworldly. I mean, just bottom line. Um, so 
you know, the, the GOP is the GOP. I don't trust them. Uh, I, I was on the executive committee of the GOP. I was the executive. I was the treasurer for the state party of Arkansas. I ran for lieutenant governor. got real close there. I was a state representative uh, in the House of Representatives state of Arkansas. ran for the state senate. So I've been neck deep in Republican Party politics. I've ran multiple, multiple um, uh, campaigns for Republicans. But I'm done with the Republican Party. They are ineffective. They are not America first. Uh, they are about raising money and uh, pretending to be, uh, you know, opposite of the Democrats when they're nothing but Democrat lights. They're 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 not even good old Democrats. They're they're it's just it's deplorable, um, and so. That's why I'm America first. I'm make America great again. I'm MAGA. I'm Donald Trump all the way because I think that's our only hope, to be quite honest, uh, to save this country in any shape, form, or fashion. Uh, but without all that being said, we still have to try. We still have to put forth the efforts. We still have to vote. still have to give money. Uh, and I'm not going to quit trying uh, as long as there's breath in me, as long as the, you know America survives and is here. Uh, I, I want to be doing it, and I have a feeling you're going to be doing it as well. And uh, I think at this given time, Donald Trump is the gift uh, to help us uh, re-emerge as a superpower, but more importantly, uh, as a nation that is sovereign, well-governed, and uh, is a place where its people can pursue uh, uh, happiness and life and liberty. Um so, yeah, Mike Johnson, I think, uh, out of everybody that is electable, again, not not my number one choice, probably not even my number three choice, uh, but I think is the, my number one choice for those that, in this pitiful state of the GOP, that could be elected. So that's all I'll say about that. So let's move on to... Um, a couple of other things I wanted to hit on. Uh, there's a couple of good games this weekend uh, in college football, and one being Georgia, Florida. Uh, don't look now, but uh, Billy, um, oh man, uh, my brain just went. Uh, I want to say Billy Nance, but that's not it. Uh, the coach for Florida. I'm just I'm Napier, Napier. Thank you. Uh, and uh, I'm saying thank you. I'm here by myself. But anyway, saying thank you to my brain that it finally kicked in. Uh, don't look now, but Georgia's, uh, you know, they're making a little noise. Uh, I, I don't think they beat Georgia. Oh, let, let's go back and look at my record for the week. Uh, man, did I get it wrong with uh, Michigan, Michigan State. Michigan just wiped the floor with uh, with Michigan State. I uh, got much closer on uh, uh, Auburn. I think uh, that Auburn game was much closer than people thought it would be. Uh, and I picked Auburn in that game, actually. And they got against Ole Miss, and they got very close, 28-21. The game actually wasn't quite as close as the score. But they did play really well. And I think in time, you would definitely see uh, Hugh Freeze get – the ship at Auburn righted. Uh, the Heisman race, look, you know, spare me about J.J. McCarthy. J.J. McCarthy has 1,900 
uh, yards passing. His three interceptions with 1,900 yards passing. Uh, Jaden Daniels has 3,000 yards passing with three interceptions. Uh, he's the first uh, player in LSU history, a team that has won uh, probably in the top five won uh, titles, uh, especially in recent history, probably number two or three in the number of titles. They've won second only to maybe Alabama and uh, what's the other one, uh, Clemson. So it's probably Alabama first, Clemson second, and LSU third as far as titles in the last, say, 20 years. I think I'm probably pretty close on that. Uh, and so, so LSU... You know, while they've had some down years, as has Alabama and as has Clemson, I uh, just can't remember those quite as well uh, for all three of those teams, actually, that Jaden Daniels is the first quarterback in LSU history to throw for 5,000 yards and run for 1,000 uh, in in his career, which is unbelievable. He's seeing the field unbelievably. Uh, I think if they beat Alabama, they beat A&M, uh, they beat Florida, they beat Georgia, so they, if they went out, uh, if they were to win the West, they were to uh, upset Georgia, whoever wins the East, uh, then I think uh, I think he wins the Heisman. So, uh, and he's he's having a Heisman year. I remember watching him with when he played for Arizona State because uh, I I watched Pac-10 football late at night, uh, and uh, I submit that guy. You know, he was super, super skinny. He's, he was like 180 then. He's like 225 now, and he's still scrawny as can be. But he is unbelievably fast. Uh, he's seeing the field. He's got a great arm, uh, great demeanor, never never gets down, never panics. Uh, and just he has that it factor. And uh, I really, really hope he does well, uh, not just because I'm an LSU fan, just seeing the change he's made and uh, the improvement he's made and how hard he's worked at it. Uh, uh, speaking of working hard, uh, I want to tell you about um, Red River Auto, redriverauto.com, the greatest and most patriotic car dealership in America. They got all types of brands, new and used. Go to redriverauto.com. Tell them Red Pill Plus sent you also MyPillow, MyPillow.com. Don't forget to use that promo code RED to get those great savings. Ridge.com, great watches, great wallets. You will not regret. Hey, if you or a loved one has been thinking about writing a book, hey, your, your husband or your wife has been thinking about writing a book, why don't you for Christmas uh, get them the gift of uh from Purpose Media Publishing, PurposeMediaPublishing.com. Uh, and we got a special right now that we're running, and we're gonna, uh, I'm going to give it to you early. But we usually our package is $19.95. That includes everything to get you published, uh, uh, electronic, uh, digital copy published. And then you can get copies, you know, one or two at a time through Amazon. That's your cover, that's your inside, that's helping you write the book. Uh, everything that you need, to know, uh, hold your hand completely, totally, uh, working on some really awesome, awesome cover designs. we got about four or five books right now that are in the, uh, uh, in, in the process, and so we've got room for probably four or five more. Uh, immediately, and then we'll get into the Christmas season. We'll have more jump in there, uh, but we've got 
room, probably four or five more that we could get in. So go to PurposeMediaPublishing.com. And here's the really cool thing. Right now, uh, that package is $19.95, but we're running a Thanksgiving and Christmas special to the end of the year, $14.95 instead of $19.95. And you can pay as little as $100 down, pay $100 a month, so you can you can buy your loved one a phenomenal uh, Christmas uh, gift of their first published book uh, and all they have to do you know if they've got the bent for writing we can even help them if they've got a story if they've got it on tape uh, we're doing that for a lot of ministers if you got a if you're uh, maybe work at a church and you love to see your pastor turn his sermons into books purposemediapublishing.com and let us let us help we can turn uh, that spoken word into the written word, which is two different things, but we'll we'll handle every bit of it and uh, work with uh, who, whoever you buy the gift for. So give the gift of uh, a book, uh, seeing your loved one, senior pastor, whomever, become a published author, PurposeMediaPublishing.com. And we thank you for uh, Purpose Media Publishing uh, for supporting the Red Pill Plus podcast um so but uh bottom line is uh what what we're seeing uh in uh this parody in sports is is pretty amazing uh, i think the georgia florida game is going to be fascinating i think that'll be a a fascinating game um i, I really look uh, for Florida to give them, I think with Brock Bowers being out at Georgia, I think this could really be a game. Um, I'm really excited about the Rangers being in the World Series. I know this is not the World Series. This is not your typical, you know, staple teams, uh, Phillies, Astros. Uh, but hey, go Rangers! I hope they win it all. Um, as I said, NBA kicked off. Also, I saw where Marcus Spears, and I love this idea actually, uh, floated out and said, look, uh, the Cowboys need to go after Derrick Henry. And I agree. I think that would be a phenomenal, phenomenal uh, uh, get. Uh, also, I want to say uh, congratulations to Jerry Keel uh, at New Mexico State. Listen, this New Mexico State's been a team that has been terrible for years and years and years. He's got them at they're bowl eligible right now. They're six and two. They got what four more games? They could go ten and two. If you remember, Jerry Keel was at um, uh, he was at Ohio State, I believe, and then uh, he uh, as an assistant. I believe that's where he was. Then he went to Minnesota, uh, turned Minnesota around, made them a, a really good team, had some health issues. He goes to New Mexico State and has turned this team that was a perennial loser. They're sitting at 6-2. and two. They're already bowl eligible and, and could conceivably go 10-2. and two. Uh, What a turnaround. Also, uh, shout out to, to Liberty University, uh, Jamie Chatwell. You know, he was at Coastal Carolina, went to Liberty. Now he's sitting at, what, 6 or 7-0. and oh. uh, Here's the question for you. Is Jerry Kill or is Jamie Chatwell your next coach at Arkansas? Now, I told you last week, and I'm sticking by my story, that I think Arkansas should stick with Sam Pittman. However, I said that, but after hearing Sam Pittman at his press conference, I'm not sure Sam Pittman is having fun anymore. I'm not sure he's up to the battle. I think as long as everything was going great and they were winning, uh, I think he was fine. 
But I, it just, you know, when he was asked by Trey Biddy, uh, you know, why the offensive line wasn't very good, he, he said, Man, I don't know. I, and, and here's a guy that was a great offensive coach or is a great offensive coach uh, at Georgia and uh, built some of those great offensive lines. And his answer was, I, I don't know. And, and he, he wasn't, like, flipping about it. He was just like, I, I, I can't tell you. Uh, they, they fired Dan Enos, the offensive coordinator, uh, at Arkansas, but that's, I don't think that's going to fix things. There, there's a lot of systemic, uh, just the, the the players are down. They're not playing hard. Uh, they look really, really uh, lost and, and you know, searching. Uh, so after after seeing him really look like he, he's not having very much fun and maybe Maybe he wants out. That that was a feeling I got, and I hope I'm not reading too much into that. And I apologize to Sam Pittman. I think he's a great guy. Here's what I would really like to see. I would love to see Sam Pittman get a really sharp offensive coordinator, a really sharp defensive coordinator, um, let them run the team on offense and defense, and then he's a great recruiter, be a great uh, ambassador, and just you know, be a CEO type head coach, and I think he would be great at that. And maybe that's what he's doing. He's just not done too well at hiring uh, coordinators. But with that being said, if Sam Pittman is done, if he's he said, "Hey, I'm out," you know, I'm over and out, then I think Jerry Kill. Uh, who's president of New Mexico State, and I think Jimmy Chatwell, which is actually in his first year at Liberty, uh, and both of those ironically played tonight. I think both of those would be, either one of those would be great, great uh, choices for uh, Arkansas. Uh, look at some others that may be opening up uh, this coming year. I wonder about uh, uh, Minnesota, uh, Michigan State, obviously, with the the whole thing going on there, uh, would uh, with Mel Tucker, um, so who would go there? Uh, I don't think Urban Meyer would ever go to Michigan State. Uh, they'd have to throw you know a ton of money at him. I don't think that would be enough. Uh, he might love to go in there, and mix it up with Michigan and with Ohio State, his alma mater, uh, or at least where he coached. Um, so I don't know. I don't. I, that, that'd be fascinating. Michigan State just doesn't seem like the kind of place somebody like Urban Meyer would want to be. But but who knows? You know, stranger things have happened, right? And Michigan State has some uh, really deep pockets. Uh, one being the owner of the uh, Phoenix Suns, that uh, is a billionaire and. Uh, and young guy, really, really passionate about Michigan State sports, and would probably Abiata is that his name? I believe Abiata. I think he would, you know, write whatever check needed to be written uh, to get uh, Urban Meyer. So um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see how uh, much Billy Napier's turned around Florida in the. Uh, uh, this weekend, I was going to look and see if there was any game, other games that were really just sticking out. Uh, this, uh, I did. Oh, oh Colorado's going to be back uh, uh, playing, uh, and uh, so that you know we'll, we'll get to see them again. Uh, USC, what a dumpster fire! Man, they look terrible. I don't know if you heard, but uh, as of today, and I don't know what the issue was. It may have been just flu or something, uh, but. Uh, they uh, looks like that maybe uh, their defensive coordinator 
uh, maybe the head coach for the coming game. Uh, so we'll see. Uh, everybody's making a big deal about FSU and Wake Forest. I don't think that even is a game. Uh, Kansas and OU, uh, eh, I can see Kansas playing them tough, especially after OU played, how they played last week. Sorry, Robin. Um, I was looking here to see if there's any others that really stand out to me. Um, not really. Uh, Clemson, North Carolina State, uh, that's usually a pretty tough. I, I think the UGA or, or, or Georgia-Florida game uh, could be tough. Uh, Oregon, Utah, that's probably the best game. Here's the fascinating thing going on right now is don't look now. But the Pac-12, and I, I mentioned this a couple of weeks ago, don't look now, but the Pac-12 is probably the best conference or the the most fun to watch conference, the most competitive conference uh, in college football right now. How does that happen? The SEC is just like dominating everybody, just not even close. Then all of a sudden the Pac-12, I mean, you've got Oregon, you've got what, you know, and, and I think all of them's overrated, so don't don't get me wrong here. I don't think it's on par with SEC. I don't think it's even maybe even par with the Big Ten. But I'm talking top to bottom, um, I think the Pac-12 is probably the best conference in, in America right now. And it, think about this. It's disbanding after this year. That That's just amazing. But you got Oregon, you got Washington, you got Washington State, you got Utah. Uh, you've got uh, Oregon State. I mean, it's going to be a dogfight. Uh, Duke Lowell, that may be a decent game. Mississippi State Auburn, uh, eh, I don't think so. Um, Purdue, Nebraska, maybe. Uh, let's see who else we have here that may could be USC Cal. Uh, not really. Um, Let's see, Tennessee, UK, nah, I don't Man, Kentucky just doesn't look good. I don't know what the deal is. They just don't. Uh, Colorado, UCLA, that, that'll, that will be a good game. It is a 6.30, 6.30 game, so well, that's, uh, it's on the West Coast. Um, so, uh, no, I think that's, I think that's a, yeah, I think that's going to be an 8.30 game. Um so uh, I, I, I would say Florida and Georgia, Colorado, UCLA, uh, and UCLA is man schizophrenic. You don't you ever you never know who they're going to be. Washington, Stanford, Stanford just you know they're still a couple of years away. Uh, I think that Washington State, Arizona State game could be a pretty decent game. Uh, Oregon State, Arizona, Arizona looks good. That's another team in the Pac-12. Arizona State, Arizona. Uh, you got Jeb Fish uh, with Arizona. Man, they they are physical. They are tough. Uh, and I li- I really really like Oregon State. I started watching a lot of uh, Pac-12 football and kind of fell in love. Well, I didn't fall in love with it because it wasn't that good for, for you know until this year. Actually, you know, and Oregon was always so overrated. Uh, but man, Washington's really good. Uh, Oregon's pretty decent. Uh, Oregon State's good. Uh, I went through that, but but they're just top to bottom. It's 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 a really good conference, and it's breaking up. I I just you know, and and, and you know, here's the thing: it, it's the Pac-12's fault. It's it's you know, man, they they had. Uh, they had the ability. Now they do. Have, they are at a disadvantage because most of the world's asleep, or most of America's asleep when they're playing on Saturday night. You know they're playing literally at, you know, eleven thirty, twelve thirty 
Central and East time, uh, Central and Eastern time. Uh, but I'm watching it. I'm watching every bit of it because there's nothing else on. And and that's why I think uh, you could have leaned into that instead of fighting to play day games and all that. You could have just leaned into that and said, "Hey, it is what it is. We're on the West Coast." We'll just be, we'll actually be the teams that we don't have any, we don't have any competition. All the eyeballs, even though it'll be late, and but rather than us competing against Ohio State, Michigan, uh, Alabama, LSU, uh, you know, Georgia, whatever, uh, we'll be the only game in town at you know nine thirty at night. Uh, but uh, you know, they turned down the TV deal. Uh, kept holding out for another TV deal. Then it passed them by. Then these other teams started jumping off. And then one team started jumping off the bandwagon, moving to the Big Ten, uh, moving to other conferences. It was it was you know mass exodus. Uh, I would love to see the Pac-12 uh, try to take teams like Arizona State, Arizona, uh, if they hadn't already left, and and re- maybe get with American Conference and build something uh, something really. You know that could be sustainable there. So uh, anyway, I think that's about it. Uh, I, I was going to see if there was anything else. I think that's about it. Don't forget tomorrow we're going to be uh, have a special episode with Chris Skates. It's going to be an interview that uh, I'm going to hold here. I may do that show. I may actually broadcast that show over on the Doc Washburn show. A page. I'll talk to Doc about it tomorrow and see how the interview goes and kind of where we are on what we talk about. Uh, so it may not be on this channel, but if not, I'll let you know and you can always pick it up. Uh, also, don't forget to pick out uh, uh, a couple of the shows that we have. And we got more shows in the hopper that we're going to be talking about uh, pretty soon. Uh, we're even looking at doing a uh, Purpose Rights, uh, a Writing with Purpose podcast uh and it's going to be actually uh, solely uh sponsored by purpose media publishing uh, one of our sponsors and we're going to be interviewing authors that have written books and what the books are about and so forth so uh and if you and then we'll have writing tips on there if you want to write a book and you don't want to pay us a purpose media publishing to do it then we can give you writing tips how to write uh and uh help you every way we can uh yeah we would love to publish your book but if you're going to try to do it yourself uh, you know uh, a lot of people does it and uh, they they do well with it a lot of people try to do it and fail we've got several books that we actually have picked up that people try to publish themselves and uh, almost have made a mess out of it but but kind of stalled so there's pros and cons. We'll give you all those. Anyway, it's going to be called Writing with Purpose, uh, but that one's that's kind of in the on the drawing table. But right now we have the Medicare Fundcast with Brian Coolis. You can pick up that show on the Dot Washburn uh, Podcast Network. Also, the Dot Washburn Show. A lot of great shows the Doc is doing there. Doc, uh, for some of you, you may or may not know, uh, substituted for Mark Levin. Uh, over and over, longtime radio host, and uh, now has his own uh, podcast, Doc, The Doc Washburn Show. And then uh, Red Pill Plus, the Medicare Fundcast, uh, The Doc Washburn Show, and soon to be Writing with Purpose are all part of the Doc Washburn Podcast Network, DWPN. And uh, so we're thankful that you joined us tonight. Uh, hope you have a great weekend. We'll be back on here, like I said, uh, tomorrow. 
uh, for that interview with Chris Skates, uh, former administ- uh, in the Trump administration, President Trump administration, uh, and the Matt Bevan administration as the governor of Kentucky, and uh, and we're gonna. I'm actually gonna uh, interview him about his book, about the speaker race, about toxic toxic masculinity, and why we need it. Uh, and so it's going to be a great time. Looking forward to it. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for being here. Tell somebody about the podcast, Red Pill Plus. Uh, this is Donnie Copeland signing off. Uh, hope you had a good one. And thank you for joining us. And thank you for telling somebody else about the show. You've been listening to the Red Pill Plus podcast. Sports Plus News done right. We hope you've enjoyed the show. Make sure to like, rate, and review. And we'll be back soon. In the meantime, hit us up on Facebook and Twitter at Red Pill Plus. And check the website at docwashburn.com slash redpill.